Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Kim's Kitchen Table Talk with your host Kim. I hope all is well and everybody's doing well tonight. Tonight I'm coming to you with some, just some emotional stuff. You know, we've been going through this COVID and the world has changed as we know it. And it's just been a roller coaster. So my thing is, uh, my my title for tonight is a crying shame. Like, are there times when you feel like crying, but instead you hold it back? I get that. Like, today I got it when I was just talking to my family. Feeling embarrassed and even compromised by your emotions. Noticing and accepting and listening to your tears when they surface can help you let go of underlying worries. So it's okay to cry, guys, and to express feeling of appreciation, gratitude, and love. To weep is to make less the depth of grief. These words carry as much resonance today as when they were penned by William Shakespeare in the late 1500s. And many of us will know the feeling of having a good cry, particularly with a loved one. I don't know about you guys, but I usually have my good cries by myself. Like I do. I will break down in my car when I'm driving. I will pull over. You just got to have one of those ugly, nasty, um, nose-running cries let it out because if you don't it stays all up in your chest and all up in your head and it just gets you sick and it makes you worry anyway so all too often however when we start feeling low we try to avoid our emotions we throw ourselves into our work and our emails and we decide to just tackle the cleaning the oven that's me guys i will clean the whole house top to bottom it's i don't know what it's called i said i asked my doctor was it ocd and he was like no it's just you throwing yourself into work because you're trying to avoid other things so you know even when we're on social media or Comfort eating and comfort drinking. Now, see, my thing is I will stress eat a whole cake if you let me. I used to. I don't do it anymore. That's bad. Or comfort drinking. Don't get me started because I will drink the whole bottle of wine and not know that it's gone. And and that's not good for Kim. Um, But um, if it's a red sweet wine, it can be. So, you know, all those comfort eating and drinking, we'll get into those when we're feeling deeply and deep in our emotions. But there is another way. It is to notice it and allow your emotions rather than run away from them. A method that will be familiar to those who have practiced yoga and meditation. It can happen when you're mastering a difficult pose or your muscles are stretching too much or your your legs. You know, just let it pass through your mind. And with me, it was during a difficult time in the... I would say the 90s when, you know, my grandmother passed away and I discovered healing powers through my tears. 
you know, my parents been separated because my mom died when I was nine. And I started questioning the foundation upon which my life was built and the struggle to deal with my feelings at the time. I couldn't afford therapy, so I turned to meditation. Like, guys, I'm going to let you know now, there's nothing wrong with therapy. I'll tell you something about me. I used to be a nurse for special needs children and adults and also suicidal patients. And there is nothing in this world wrong with getting some help, talking to a counselor, someone neutral. And, you know, people nowadays, they'll get diagnosed um, with PTSD, um, whatever, bipolar, tripolar, whatever, they, uh, um, depressive disorder. And, and, you know, they get diagnosed with that and they will jump into it like it's a suit that they need to wear. You know, you need to be aware of your mental health issues, but you don't need to wear them like a new jacket. That's the problem I'm having. I'm having, I'm seeing a lot of, as soon as you're diagnosed, you wear it like it's a new jacket. Oh, I have um, bipolar and um, you look at me. No, you cannot do that. You have to do the work, people. You have to work on yourself. If someone tells you that you have to do the work, take the medication, read, go dig into it. That's what Google is for. That's what reading is for. Um, Dig into your health. Just like you would if it was a gynecologist appointment. I mean, you have to. And nowadays with all that's going on with the pandemic and all we're going through with the struggle, our mental health is at the forefront. It has been shaken to its core. So, I mean, all of us have something wrong with us. I don't care who you are and how much money you have. This has affected every last one of us. So when, when you are diagnosed or if you're not, that's fine and cool. If you don't go, that's not fine because everybody needs to get a checkup. Even my children, I'm going to take them like once a year and get them an evaluation. It's good to have just, just knowing is half the battle. So my thing is don't wear it like a new jacket, get help for it. Like it's a new job. That's how I see it. Work on it. Do your work, people. And, you know, it's just it's just been a lot this, these last two years. And, you know, at the time when I couldn't afford therapy, I turned to med- meditation. And often for an hour each day afterwards, however, I would often end up crying and been prompting my husband to question whether it was doing me any good. I was equally surprised. I'd always been led to believe that meditation made you feel happy and calm. Who would have expected tears? Oh, I always cry meditation because with meditation, you're clearing your mind, but you also get flashes of what you've been through in your life. You have time to think about it and, and don't hold back the tears. But, but something different was happening. The meditation stilled my mind and into this space flooded all the unwanted emotions and feelings and thoughts from which I've been trying to distract myself from. Whether it was being sick, whether it was being worried, 
whether it was a bad relationship, just trying to distract myself. It was while I worked through this process that I learned meditation wasn't the problem. Yes, it brought my troubled feelings to surface. But then it helped me to process them and let them go. Gradually, I noticed changes in my life and, and, and I became aware that I was more deeply happy and fulfilled than I had ever been before as I released my childhood. Because, you know, they said we have childhood curses and we have childhood gifts. And if you don't believe in them, I don't blame you. But sometimes things happen in our childhood that resurface in our adult life. And you have to deal with them. I let it go. That's what I do. I let it go. I let some of it go. It was difficult. And I've been dealing with it for all my life. And some of it I still have. But my self-confidence grew. I made new friendships, overcame writer's block, um, started my podcast, and started to write my book. And I started to live the kind of life of which I'd always dreamed of, not my parents dreamed of for me. I had to make my own decisions and make my own way. And that's where a lot of people get stuck and they just don't. They want to follow behind or, you know, drag their feet or I'll do what you do. No, make up your own mind, people. Get your own goals, you know, and go for it. And if you're lucky to have a good husband and you have a good wife and y'all are a power couple, then work together for the sake of good, please. Because there's too many of us out here struggling to do so. Um, It wasn't until a few years later when I became pregnant with my my TJ that I learned more about healing powers of tears. The, the discovery came when, you know, he came into the world. And, you know, j- just the physical needs were met. The second to heal and recover from this stressful experience. For a baby, it could be that the mother was stressed in pregnancy or that the birth was difficult, or simply just to help them process their feelings as they adapt to being in such a new stimulating world. So I had that on my, I didn't think I can ever have another child. So that was a gift and a blessing. But there is little awareness in society about healing tears. And I'm telling you guys, there are healing tears. So when they fall down your face for no reason, you let them fall. Get up, take a couple of deep breaths, get on your knees, pray, and let them fall like rain. With very young children, parents often try to avoid their tears, shushing them, for example, or feeding them when they're not hungry, or even bouncing them until they fall asleep. As they get older, this implicit message not to cry is internalized and a, as a coping mechanism. No wonder then that most adults are masters of the art of distraction as means to quell their emotions. Guys, I'm going to stop here because this is so true. And I'm going to do a part two tomorrow because most men that I met are taught not to cry. And that is the most 
craziest thing I ever heard. You need to go cry. You need to let it out. Maybe it'll make you more of a man. Maybe you don't want to show people that you're crying. But in reality, black men hurt. Men hurt. All men hurt just like women and even more. They have more on them than we do most of the time. In my case, that's not true. I think I have more in me. But that's neither here nor there. I am going to finish this tomorrow, part two. Um, it's a crying shame, mastering and building, you know, the cultures of empathy and just trauma and experience. So I look forward to you listening tomorrow. I hope you have a wonderful night. I wanted to shout out my sister and my, my, my sister, um, uh, Yvonne, and I wanted to make sure I shouted out and said thank you for the conversation today and all the big ups from my mother-in-law, Miss Cherie, and my big daddy in Texas for giving me the, um, you know, the mustard seed to keep going, to give me the push to keep pushing because I'm going to keep pushing. And I love the conversation. I look forward to interviewing you, Cherie. So, uh, we got to get together, big mama. All right. Now, um, this this episode, like I said, there will be a part two. I want to thank you for joining Kim's Kitchen Table Talk. Love to see you again. Have a wonderful night. Stay safe. Put your mask on. Wash your hands. Stay blessed. Good night.